everyone. This is She and B Podcast. This is Dr. Marley's Hill Ali MD. This is episode nine. We're talking about emotional abuse today. We just finished with substance abuse. Okay. Um, we have been getting quite a lot of requests to go back to the whole sort of topic of toxic relationships. Okay. So really and truly, this is why we decided to sort of do this podcast. Um, again, DJ KGB is not here today. Um, he is doing his thing. He'll be back with us as soon as he can. But um, today, we're not really talking about um, a patient story per se. Um, but, you know, we have discussed and broached the subject of toxic relationships before. And toxic relationships have an element of emotional abuse. I think that is really sort of the seed of toxicity. And I saw a headline on CNN's website. Um, I get these updates on my computer, and I found this headline fascinating. It said, Ireland criminalizes emotional abuse with a, do- a new domestic violence law. I found that fascinating, okay? Uh, in a very uh, Christian country, they've criminalized emotional abuse. Okay, so I started to think, hmm, what exactly is emotional abuse, right? Because here in the United States, it's sort of a nebulous term. It's starting to gain more popularity. It's kind of now become a a, a term for a variety of things that people use it for, Um but it's not a catch-all for every negative interaction or experience we have with someone, okay? Um, emotional abuse really is an attempt to control, okay? In the same way that physical abuse is a, an attempt to control another person, okay? The only difference is that the emotional abuser does not use physical hitting. Um, rather, they use emotional weapons, um, and in general, if you're a kind, compassionate, empathetic person, uh, and always trying to do the right thing, you really have to guard yourself against, uh, being lured into a relationship where there may be emotional abuse. So we've covered the whole R. Kelly thing several times, right? And I've said to people before, I thought that his entire, um, this entire uh, tawdry mess is so uh, distasteful because R. Kelly was using all of this manipulation, but the the real seed was the emotional abuse that he was inflicting on his victims. And he was using the verbal and the physical and sexually abusing too, but Man, that emotional abuse was the napalm bomb of toxicity and dysfunction that was driving. And I think that is uh, just, it's terrible. It's terrible and it's tawdry. You know, emotional abuse is called the silent abuse, okay? Not all emotional abuse involves shouting or criticism. More common forms are just sort of disengaging. Just a moment, please. 
All right, we're back. We had a phone interruption. All right. So back to emotional abuse. Like I said, it's an attempt to control. Um, but instead of using physicality, you're using emotions. And the whole R. Kelly tawdry situation, I think the emotional abuse was the napalm bomb. Uh, that just sort of really is is an issue for people. Um, like I said, emotional abuse is silent abuse. Um, it doesn't always involve shouting or criticism. Like I said, it can be disengaging. Uh, the person seems distracted or preoccupied. Uh, or stonewalling, where the partner refuses to accept anyone else's perspective. And I think this is one that people encounter a lot of. Um, you know, partners who stonewall may not just sort of put you down, uh, but they punish the partner by refusing uh, even to think about the other person's perspective. Um, if they do listen, it's done dismissively and impatiently. And so, um, you know, no one escapes. The effects of verbal or emotional abuse, um, sort of the the everyone walking on eggshell kind of family, they lose a degree of dignity and autonomy when this is occurring. Um, no fewer than half of members of these families uh, will suffer from clinical anxiety or depression when there's emotional abuse involved. Um, the adults in the situation lack self-value, even the person who's performed the emotional abuse. Um, emotional abuse is more psychologically harmful than psychological than physical abuse. Uh, physical abuse is cyclic, which means there's a honeymoon phase. Emotional abuse, on the other hand, tends to happen every day. So the effects are more harmful because they're relentless. There's no honeymoon phase. Um, so people will often say, well, how do you, um, know whether or not this is an issue? First of all, you need to, if you feel like there's an issue and it, this doesn't have to be romantic relationships, this can be a relationship with anybody. Okay, um, emotional abuse does not always occur between people in romantic relationships. It occurs in all relationships. And so um, if you are in a relationship with someone and after every interaction, you feel bad about the interaction, you need to investigate why. Okay, you can't do that, obviously, without a professional. Okay, so you need to start with your doctor. And you need to say to your doctor, listen, I may need to go talk to somebody because every time I talk to whoever it is, I feel horrible after each conversation, you know, or I feel like I can never say anything right, whatever that is. But you want to seek professional help so they can help guide you to someone who can help you untangle that. Okay. Because sometimes in relationships, we get in a bad spot. Um. Remember last time I talked about a filter? Whenever you're communicating with someone and interacting with someone, your filter is your how you're going to perceive whatever is, is being communicated to you. 
And so emotional abuse is one of those terms that people sort of throw around. I want people to really sort of stop and think, you know, is this really something that's applicable to me or not? Okay. So in the context of people who are concerned that they may be uh, having some emotional abuse, I always tell them to um, ask themselves these questions. Like, do you like yourself? Are you able to realize your full potential? Does everyone I care about feel safe? Do I feel safe? Do my children like themselves? Um, let's see. Um, can my kids reach their full potential? These are some simple questions. And if you, if, um, you know, you, you know, those questions you answer positively, you're good. But if you answer them negatively, you need to investigate why. Um, like I said, people who are kind and compassionate and empathetic and generous are at the greatest risk for emotional abuse um, because um, emotional abusers lack compassion and empathy. And so they gravitate uh, toward this. And there are tons of examples of this. Um, um, you know, I, I was listening to Cardi B. I love Cardi B. And um, there's a couple of different songs Cardi B has where she's been checking uh, her husband uh, to make sure that he's treating her right. Right? He she had careful with me, right? Now that's a it's a plea, an emotional plea to protect her emotions, and she has only given him access to. And then ring, on ring she raps about her man giving his time, attention, and affection to someone else. Uh, and when he once showered her with it, um, I always tell people this, if, if someone does not honor you honoring yourself or appreciate you honoring yourself, they're toxic. They are not for you and you need to figure out what you're going to do about it, whether it's get them in line or get gone, whatever you're going to do. It doesn't matter who it is, friend, uh, family, loved one, romantic relationship, doesn't matter. Um, you know, Cardi is, is checking somebody and, and checking someone for attempting to control her via an emotional abuse. Both of those songs are about that. Okay. And I think what's tricky with emotional abuse is that, uh, the abusers utilize actual healthy components of a good relationship in a way that plays a part in a bigger picture. And so this lures you, lures you into the game, into the game. Um, You got to be careful to always honor yourself and always take care of yourself because an empty vessel cannot serve anyone, anything. And when you are giving more of yourself than you are getting uh, nourishment and sustenance in to replace what you give out, that's when you have to reevaluate where you are putting your energy and from whence you get uh, your strength and, and who's giving you uh, energy. I think those things are very, very important. Um, there are two podcasts. 
um, that I really, really, really recommend for anyone who is suffering from uh, anxiety, uh, self-doubt, uh, concerns about being in an emotionally abusive relationship. Um, and these are uh, podcasts by the name of The Overwhelmed Brain and Love and Abuse. They're by a guy uh, whose name is Paul Coliani. He's a life coach. He's a good guy. He's not a credentialed professional. He's a, in, like he's not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, but he is a life coach. He is, he is very insightful. He gives very good advice and he gives you very good tools and resources to use. And, um, you know, he does a good job of putting all these things together. And he has a workbook that is called the Mean Workbook. If you're concerned that you may be in an emotionally abusive situation with anyone, the Mean Workbook has a 200-point checklist to test yourself to see if you are in emotionally abusive situations. There are tools, resources, and book suggestions. He has audio clips of people who have been in emotionally abusive situations and found their way out. And I think it is he's just a wonderful resource for anyone who may be suffering from this and can give uh, great, great information uh, for anyone who may uh, find it useful. Uh, emotional abuse is more than been, being taken for granted. Um, Healthline gives 64 signs of being mentally and emotionally abused, okay? Uh, this is a good starting point if you feel like you might be at risk for this, and that uh, Healthline uh, article is on the SheMD Facebook page, okay? Um, I always tell people when uh, someone cannot see that they're hurting you, when they have no space in their heart to see that and they refuse to take responsibility or accountability for that behavior, you can try what you, whatever you want as hard as you want, but you can't make them change. Okay. Um, they may pretend to change for a little while, but Oftentimes, they revert to their old uh, behaviors. And so you have to really be firm in the boundaries that you set and uh, have a spine when you set those boundaries. And like I said, if you think that you're going uh, or you're in a situation where there may be emotional abuse, you really should... Uh, tap into some of the resources that I've uh, mentioned here and go to uh, Shamdi's Facebook page to to find some of these. I, I think that um, it really does, it really is important for you to get a professional to help you through these things. Emotional abuse is insidious. Um, getting through any type of manipulative behavior is very difficult. Um, and it Oftentimes, if you find yourself in that situation, you need professional help to get out of it because your natural tendency is to get stuck in a situation where you're being manipulated, right? You have to set different boundaries, different ground rules, do things differently so that you can then be able to receive the the, the actual emotion that you want and not feel like you're not getting the emotion that, that you need or you're being abused. Uh, your emotions are being abused. All right. Well, again, 
emotional abuse is tricky. It's more than being taken for granted. Okay. And like I said, uh, Healthline is a great starting point. The Mean Workbook by Paul Colliani is a good workbook. I mean, it's a good workbook to start uh, with the 200 uh, point checklist to test to see if maybe you're in an uh, emotionally abusive situation. But also, too, The Overwhelmed Brain and Love and Abuse. Those are great podcasts that help you sort of get through, uh, you know, some situations and and get through the podcast to see whether or not you can identify with it if you're concerned that you may be um, at risk for being uh, sucked into emotionally abusive situations, okay? So this one was a short one. We weren't going to get too detailed because this one is tricky um, because emotional abuse is is interesting, it's different, um, and it's more insidious and complicated than uh, than can be described in a short podcast. And I found it very interesting that Ireland was able to articulate aspects of it enough to to describe and pass a domestic violence law. So kudos to Ireland. So uh, thanks, everyone. Again, this is episode nine, Emotional Abuse. And uh, we will see you all next time. Bye.